Welcome to Avatar Heart with Abhan Dove. It has well been said that one of the supreme tests of godliness is what a Christian does and does not do when he or she is alone. Today on this episode of the Avatar Heart podcast, we will be discussing on relationships within the church environment with a focus on a very interesting topic that most of you would really raise your eyebrow about, eye service. So today we'll be talking about the causes of eye service, the effects, especially on relationship between church members, between religious leaders, church members, and all that, as well as the solutions. We have to also talk about the way forward. And to have this conversation with me today is my friend and my brother, Bongos Oko. Bongos is very dear to me. We've like we go way back. So um, Bongos, who is a program analyst in the Department of Planning, Research and Statistics, National Biosafety Management Agency in Abuja, will be telling us what he thinks about the subject matter, while also sharing with us his own personal experiences, because Bongos is also a Christian. He'll be telling us his own personal experiences and any other issues he may have encountered as it relates to the subject matter for today's discussion. Good evening, Bongos. Welcome to the show. Yeah, good evening, Dove. How are you doing? I'm fine. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing super, super, super fine. Good to be here. Thank you so much for honoring this invitation. It means a lot to me and to everybody on this team. And thank you for having me too. I'm so excited, yeah? <laughs> uh-huh, same here. All right. So, to our listeners, before we proceed, I would like to give a brief recap on what we discussed last week. Last week, we, we talked about relationships within the school environment which relates a lot with educators so if you are a teacher a mentor or you are someone who deals a lot with young people you mentor a lot of young people you work with young people in school in church anywhere you find yourself even in the professional environment you teach or mentor interns you need to go and listen to last week's episode and you would learn a thing or two also while you're at that please do not forget to support this program to support this podcast by subscribing on anchor google podcast and apple podcast also don't forget to drop in your ratings your comments and reviews we'll be very very glad to see those all right now before we proceed into this wonderful conversation like i said before we'll be discussing on how eye service affects relationships within the church environment but before we go into that be taking a very short break and stay with me i'll be right back welcome back people i'm still here with bongos we'll be talking on eye service and um i believe a lot of people would wonder what eye service truly means as a matter of fact, in simple and plain terms, eye service is when a man is performing a service or doing a job satisfactorily only when the employer is around or watching him or her. It could also mean when an employee is overacting on a specific instruction just to attract the attention of his or her employer. And in this particular case, as it relates to 
the church environment, it is when a worker is doing something just for the eyes of either the pastor or the head of department and all that. And not because they really want to do it from their hearts. I mean, the Bible in Ephesians chapter 6, verses 5 to 7 said, Servants, be obedient to them that are your masters, according to the flesh, with fear and trembling, in singleness of your heart, as unto Christ, not with eye service, as men pleasers, but as the servants of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart, with good will doing service, as the Lord and not to men. Bongos, do you know that I just realized recently when I was researching on this topic that the term eye service was actually used by St. Paul in the Bible to oh, the wow. best of yeah, to the best of my knowledge, it's the term eye service actually emanated from there in um Ephesians when he was talking to the Christian slaves and telling them how it is important for them to obey their masters and listen to mm. their masters and all that yeah so it's it's really something that is really important so i'm yeah, going to is. move on yeah i'm going to move on now to the questions bongos what do you think like i mean in the churches of these days yeah when people or members tend to act in a certain way or pretend to be loyal so that they can be close to their pastors or their head of department or maybe a selected members in church what do you think triggers such behavioral traits among members so um personally i i think there are two basic reasons or there are two basic things that trigger such behavioral trait for okay. me one of the major trigger for this um, behavioral trait is what the person carrying out this he or she stands to gain from whoever yeah. she's or he or she is pretending to you know um just like you said, Ephesians chapter um, 6, 5 to 7, it said something there, something that we have to establish. The yes. fact that eye service is basically to please men. Yes. You know, if you look at it generally, if you are pleasing someone or if you try to please someone, it simply means you you believe you stand to gain something from that from person. Them. True. Exactly. So most of the time, people tend to please people because they stand to gain something from them. You get so um if i want to please someone generally it simply means i feel i stand a chance to gain something from the person you get yes and you might ask in a church setting what do these people feel they can gain what um, they stand to gain yes so one of the things is so, some people they what all they want is just attention nothing more mm. Mm. they want to get the attention of their pastor or their leader for some of them it's a thing of pride more like um they can boost the the, the members or to their peers and all yes like the pastor knows my name pastor I, I speak the pastor. To the pastor. exactly exactly so that's one of the things that uh, most of these people want so um and something else that people might tend to benefit from doing eye service again or those people that basically want this attention thing another yeah. thing is political reasons like okay. a lot of people do eye service for political reasons you know in church whether you like it or not there are people striving for positions mm. and th that, that's one thing that's eating deep into our churches now most of them they, they eye position and then they do everything they, they can try everything to yeah, yes to be there okay so bongos you mentioned something earlier that your first point was yeah. that these people who practice eye service actually do it sometimes to 
show that they are close to the pastor or mm-hmm. some leaders and all that. But yeah. which leads me to my next question. There are cases where even these pastors as well, like there are some pastors and even leaders that also practice eye service, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Either for one reason or the other. And this is when they try to live or lead a certain life mm-hmm. acting like they are not human. So I would like you to speak on the fact that in as much as a lot of people or we all expect pastors to behave in a certain way, do you think that the bar is raised too high for pastors, forgetting that they are humans, which leads them to acting in a certain way that even when members now later find out, oh, that, oh, pastor can actually do this, they get so disappointed. It severs a lot of relationships and some people even leave the church. Uh, I think this is an interesting question, but uh, I strongly feel there are times actually that these members um expect so much from the pastors now one thing one thing is you always have to realize that no matter how you see your pastor at the end of the day your pastor is still a human being Mm. a human being set apart by god do you understand Mm. so um there are situations whereby people see pastors eating and they're like oh pastor you are you also you eat, eat. you understand <laughs> yeah. like like uh, these pastors not humans they are humans you understand so i yeah. think uh, the part of the congregation and members of the church um they should always have it in mind the first thing is your pastor is a human a human yes. that's just that was just sent by god to shepherd you yes just like now, you and it, i exactly so it changes a whole lot of things you expect from them and yes secondly if you look at the end of this, some of them, they begin to feel like, man, like, like gods on their own. True, true, true. As, as a pastor, you have to remain humble all the time. Mm. Do you understand? Know you have to make people um, see your humanity also. Yeah. And if, if you look at the life of Jesus, our ultimate example, throughout his time on earth, though he was God, he humbled himself like a man. That's true. Do you understand? There were times be- where um, they want to crown him the Bible will say he sneaked out and mm. ran away. You understand? Now, he's trying to say, okay, yes, I know I'm this. He knows he's this superior and all, but man, these accolades and everything. Now, nah, man, it belongs to God in the first place. Not and he, he needed to live a life of, like, he needed to show that example to his disciples. Exactly. So that can exactly. also live a life of humility. Yes, yes. That, yes. That, I, I totally get you, which means this eye service thing also has a lot to do with what the members are emulating from their spiritual leaders as well yes yes that's true that's true Uh, and i i think a man of god that genuinely has a good relationship with god and clearly hears from god it's going to be really hard for such a person to do eye service that's the honest truth it's going to be really really hard for such a person to do eye service so it boils down to your genuine relationship with god at the end of the day mm. as, as a spiritual leader you mm. understand you have to live a life of example for them so always look on to jesus you see how he lived his life you try yes. to emulate that there are certain times when um your uh, members or congregation are expecting so much from you from man, you. you have to like you have to let them know that you're a man first yes and, and, and i think yeah I, I totally agree with you, Bongos. And I think pastors as well should try to organize events that would bring them closer to the members. So that yeah. when you are always unreachable, members will always <laughs> feel you're a demigod, hence there are some things yes, you cannot no. be found doing. Exactly, exactly. 
Mm. You see, and if you look at it, that's by at the end of the day, our example will always be Jesus. His yes. disciples saw him sleeping. He was hungry right before their eyes. He looked yes. for food. Yes. Also, they like, saw his so, weakness. They saw yes, his vulnerability. Exactly. They could Thank trust you. him. Ah, mm-hmm. That yeah. is very true. That exactly. Is very true. So, so pastors, they have to really be wary of the fact of making themselves look like a god mm. before their because see the funny thing is this sometimes they do it and then they become proud yes do you understand they do these things they become proud now in the process of becoming proud you are forgetting that these men are looking at you like a god now yes and somehow, so they don't want to they want to always be upright around you thank you they don't want thank to you. show any form of vulnerability or weakness yes. around you to mm-hmm. get your validation and approval yeah yeah so that, that that's just the truth so w- once a pastor is doing eye service to his congregation obviously the congregation they are going to reciprocate yes that's how it works that's that's true. how it works like yeah. it, um, the oil streams down from the head down to yeah. the toes that's true exactly exactly Talk, talking about love for god and dedication and everything there's something that mm-hmm. happens a lot in fact even people who are not christians complain about these things there Mm -hmm. are a lot of christians who are so very very zealous in church like uh, once it's church service they can resume at six even 5 (laughs) a.m yes that's true but when it comes to their office or the work outside the church or even any other task you give them even a business something as simple as a business transaction you see them yeah. feeling woefully. You see mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. handling such as if. What like? Do you think that is appropriate for a Christian? Like to me, that's like the number one eye service anybody can ever mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. do. Yeah. Okay. One thing is, so many Christians, right? Yes. Can give everything in church, like they can lay down their lives in church. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when they go outside, they don't replicate it. Now, there's something I feel is the reason for that. A lot of people have this, um, a lot of Christians, they have this idea that when I go to church and give everything to God, mm. I don't really have to do so much outside. Outside. Because, because I've done a lot for God in church, God is going to bless whatever I do outside. Mm. Whatever I do. do you understand? There's, yeah. this, um, there's this belief that um, if you do a lot for God inside church, outside You don't need church, to do much outside. <laughs> And and I, I feel this very, very, very wrong analogy. Like, it's extremely wrong. And, okay, let me just try to um, explain this. Yeah. Now, yeah, you see, one, one, one thing is, a lot of Christians, yeah, yeah. they forget that they belong to God. Mm. Okay? The, 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 yes. And they also forget that their bodies are God's temple. Mm-hmm. Okay? Now, please listen carefully so you understand where I'm going to now. Yeah. Now, if your body is God's temple, it simply means if you're in church, God is there with you. Yeah. If you're outside church, God is there with you. Yeah. Okay. Now, um, they forget and then they become unconscious of the fact that they carry God even outside church. Wow. True. Now, um, you have to understand something. The fact that the God we serve is an excellent God. True. If you carry an excellent God, it simply means wherever you find yourself, mm, you have to... You have to... Uh, in I church, outside church, you're excellent. Now, um, I've been seeing this verse of the Bible for a very long time now, up until recently where I studied it in the Amplified Version. Um, mm. 
Isaiah chapter 60 verse 1. Let me mm. just quickly read it for you. It arise from spiritual depression to a new life. Shine, mm. be radiant with be radiant with the glory and the brilliance of the Lord. Mm. For your light has come, and the mm. glory and the brilliance of the Lord has risen upon you. Upon you. Be radiant with the glory and the brilliance of the Lord. So, mm. so uh, also, if you check um, Colossians chapter 3, verse 23, right? Yeah. It also says this. Whatever may be your tax, work okay. at it heartily from your souls. Everything mm. done for the Lord and not for men. Mm. Now, talking about tax here is not just talking about uh, church activities. So, yes. wherever you find yourself, whatever you do, look at it from the angle that you are doing it for God. And there's mm-hmm. a reason to this reason for this. Now, just imagine as a child of God, as a Christian, right? You go mm-hmm. to your job, you are exhibiting the brilliance and the excellence of God in your activities, in everything That's you true. do, in every assignment you, you carry. Something happens. Men will see your good work and mm. glorify God in heaven. Matthew 5, 16. Let your light so shine before men. Thank you. So that that's where a lot of people forget when you do your work with excellence and brilliance outside, men will diligence. see your good work, they'll see your diligence. And at the end of the mm. day, you are the, see, this is one of the best ways to evangelize, to be sincere True. with you. There are so many times in my office, right? There are so many times in my office whereby I do a lot of things. See, I, I, I do a lot of jobs, a lot of work and everything. And then people are amazed. And at the end of the day, Somehow, somehow, all I have to say is God. We thank God. Yeah. And, and I, I think I can relate a lot to what you just said. <laughs> yeah. Like, you hardly find a lot of diligent people these days. So, there are times people ask me too, like, wow, you can do this, you can do that. I'm like, there's someone I fear the most, and that is God. Mm-hmm. So, if I yes. fear that, I would disappoint God. Man, yes. I would have to do everything within my power not to disappoint him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, this has been a lot of revelations in this and eye opener and everything. So, yeah. the fact that this has eaten deep into the body of Christ and in the church, is there any way you think pastors can help detect these things? People who are fake loyalists and who are <laughs> just for eye service and help them because you know, like they say. The church is like a hospital where people yeah. come. Yeah. And it helped them overcome this spirit of eye services. Do you think there's any way, like as a member, that the pastor, any approach pastors can use? Okay. The Bible says something, right? The Bible yes. says that you will know them by their fruits. Mm. Okay. It didn't say that you will know them by their activities. Mm, so That's true. Yeah. So I, I think... One of the things that um, a lot of pastors should do is they should pay closer attention to the life of, of these loyalists, mm. these so-called loyalists, per se. let me put it like that because they are doing yes. eye service now. Yes. So yes. those people that are fronting a lot in church, doing a lot, pay closer attention to their life. Now, um, see the kind of fruits they are bearing. Your activities at the end of the day should end up bearing fruits for you. Your now, if you are for you. Yes. At the end of the day, if you are doing eye service, eye service, you can't really bear genuine fruits. That's, That's the truth. That, even Jesus said to his disciples in John 15, 16, you did not mm. choose me, but I chose you and appointed mm. you to go and bear fruits, fruits that will last. 
Do you understand? So it yes. simply means end goal of every activity is to bear fruits. Look at their lives outside church. Are they bearing fruits outside church? So um, to, to, talking about detecting, I think this is the best way. There's no other way. See the kind of fruits because they are bearing. No matter how long they pretend, it will eventually show for real. Thank you. Thank you. Exactly. Wow. Wow. You know, you said something about them. Uh, a, a lot of people showing up in church, um, doing um, doing a lot of activities in church, and not doing it in their workplaces. Mm-hmm. If you and then you see up, their employers complaining and exactly, complaining. Exactly. So th- that is a sign of of a member that's not genuine. Mm. If you see a member that's doing all those things in church and his or her life outside is doesn't match up, it simply not, means yeah, it's not genuine. Wow. Wow, yeah. Bongos, have you ever had any personal experience? Like maybe know someone or has it happened to you directly? Anything related? Have you seen eye service in the church? Has it like in any way, have you ever experienced such? Um, how do I put it now? I don't think I've experienced experience. I've experienced something close to eye service, right? Okay. Or not, not genuinely eye service, but uh okay there was this member let me let me just tell you so you, you can place it if, it's, uh, uh, if, if it goes or yeah. not right yeah okay so um there was this church member that was very close to me all right yeah. we in the same department in church now every sunday our our yeah. job requires us to stay stand outside church most of the time okay mm-hmm. but basically we are really really distracted um during okay. church service because we are attending to members one way or the other okay so it was this day she just came to me and then she told me that man this thing it's not really helping her out uh, like this work we do it's not mm. it has not been really good for her that her spiritual life is really 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 going down that she can continue doing this but her life is just going to keep on going down 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 now mm. um it's w- one of the reasons why i was really happy is the fact that this person i, I don't think had had the spirit of um eye service to start it yes she was yes. sincere yes she was sincere and you know if you look at it now if the leaders do not pay close attention to this kind of person. Person can keep on showing, um, coming to church early, doing all the yes. work, and then at the end of the day, you might even give the person well, the best, the, the best the, worker, the best work and everything. Where she dying spiritually. Exactly, exactly. So, um, I think leaders should pay closer attention to workers. Honestly, it should never really be about the activities, but what is their life becoming? What type of fruits are they bearing and all? Yes. so for me their spiritual the, yes. growth even their personal growth as an individual yes. yes exactly so i know this is not genuinely like eye service eye service but i know it's close it could close. have been it could mm. have been exactly. it could, it could have, have been could have, could been. have been yeah wow thank could you have. so much bongos like this thank is, you wow i have also seen i've seen perspectives that i actually didn't even think of before and mm. wow yeah. well we will we will because of our time we will be coming back to conclude so our guests will conclude and tell us the ways we can improve on this how we can find solutions to this problem but before he does that please let's go on this very short break and we'll be right back Welcome back. Welcome, everyone. So we've been talking on relationships within the church environment with a focus on eye service and how it affects people, how it affects relationships in church. I've had bongos with me in the studio talking about this particular topic. And now we are back to round up this segment. So, um, bongos, in your bio, 
you made yeah. mention of the fact that in fact the most important thing in your bio was the fact that you help people know their worth in christ right yeah. so on that note can you tell us advice the church pastors members everybody all of us how we can avoid the temptation of eye service mm -hmm. and yes and those of us or those people who are already doing this how can they get out of it? oh okay so i'll let you start by quoting the bible verse again mm. um matthew chapter 6 verse 1 yeah. be very careful not to do your good deeds publicly to be seen mm. by men otherwise mm. you will have no reward mm. prepared awaiting you with your father who is in heaven the, the, the truth is, this thing called the eye service has really eaten deep into the fabric of the church, you know? Yeah. And it has caused a whole lot of damage. The, the uh -huh. truth is, if a church is filled with eye service, okay? Yeah. There will be true love in that church. It leads mm. to damage in a relationship. It leads to um, spiritual life depleting. Yes. Okay? Yeah. And you know, um, Jesus also said something in John 13, 35. He said something that um you say to his disciples that by this everyone will know that you are my disciples yes. if you have love and unselfish concern for one another underlining unselfish yes underlining unselfish now i serve is basically selfish it's a very selfish it's it's, it's very selfish because it's for your own gratification for your own pleasure i service is strictly a selfish thing strictly very selfish yeah Competition and um, competition is going to cause a whole lot of damage to the church. Mm, That's the trying to get validation from others. Yes, exactly. And one thing I, I, I really want people to know is that true reward comes from God. Just yes. like um, Matthew 6 verse 1 says, God sees everything you do. He mm. understands and he knows your heart really. That's one mm. thing you should know. So there's nothing a man can give to you that can surpass what God will give to you. You see, exactly. your pastor can give you all the attention today. Your pastor can um, raise your position in church today. It will eventually end. Eventually end. Mm -hmm. But when God rewards you, it's an everlasting thing. That's the first yes, thing. I really want people um, to shift their eyes from human reward to God reward. And something else that um, people have to really be careful about is the fact that it's see this thing called eye service it can come in a very subtle way i'm saying this um, from the point of you. view yes it creeps on you you see one thing is it becomes very easy to forget about god and focus on man mm -hmm. I, I call it man consciousness and god unconsciousness mm. you see if you are truly and genuinely god conscious right mm. eye service can be a part of you if you know genuinely that um i belong to god, god is your source your source god is my source Yes, and you, you. Another thing is, if you know deep down that God created you and brought you on earth for a purpose, hmm. do, you, do you get me? I have to have no place in your life. Do you understand? Like Isaiah chapter sixty verse one said that we are supposed to be radiant with the glory and the brilliance of the Lord. If That's you have right. all these things in your mind, if you are going to walk, the only thing in your mind is, I'm supposed to be radiant with the glory and the brilliance of the Lord. I'm supposed to show the excellence of God. I carry an excellent God, so I must be excellent. Excellent in all I do. Exactly. It simply means you have become God conscious. God consciousness will go a long way in helping you stop the act of eye service. Wow. For some people, it has been a habit. Mm -hmm. And the easy way to break away from it, honestly speaking, is God consciousness. That's true. I'm doing it for God. I'm yeah. not doing it for man. Yeah. God, I'm not doing it for man. So like, if you just start doing that, yeah, okay. This is like 
I just wanted to like you just hit the nail on the head, God consciousness. Mm. Like mm. I just wanted to add to what you had just said that we have to yeah. always remember that we are the Lord's workers and not men. Mm-hmm. Remember mm-hmm. that whatever we do, even beyond the church, is unto the Lord. If we look unto, at men, exactly. we will achieve very little or even nothing. And yeah. another very important thing, um, another very important thing, bongos, that we need to mention yeah. is the fact that it is okay. Like if there's mm-hmm. there's no crime in changing your church or your department, if yes. you no longer feel comfortable or if you feel like just like your friend that you mentioned, yeah, you understand when you feel okay, this place is not helping me grow, and I am mm-hmm. really trying to keep up appearances to fit in a certain way. Yes, you have to make a shift. Either you yes. move to some other department where you can actually function properly. Or mm-hmm. you just, if it's the church, you change church, like you can serve God fervently somewhere else. This was actually something that happened to me. The church I was before I moved to my current church, I had to leave because there was a lot of politics going on and I was no longer comfortable. I was, wow. I was actually declining spiritually. Mm-mm. And wow. yes. And when I moved, God knows how much and how far I have come. Yeah. So, it was better for me to move than to remain there and pretend to impress people. Mm-hmm. So, all right, um, Bongos, there's this particular question before we, we, we round up. There's this particular question that can, it's very tricky, but I think it's very important. Yeah. You know, we've, we've talked about members who practice eye service. We've even talked about pastors and leaders. But there's yeah. this particular demographic that can really really affect the faith of members and that's um, pastor's wives mm. there are some pastor's oh. wives that are actually thorns in the flesh of their members and yeah. even their husbands but they come out to church everybody calls them mommy 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 Gio, <laughs> mommy pastor and <laughs> yeah. put, yes i've actually had that experience personally they put mm. up appearances, wow. yet they are not anything close to holy or kind or meek or loving. What do you think? What do you have to say about this? Ah, wow. Okay. Um, the, the thing is, first of all, right, the honest truth is this. It's really not easy being a pastor's wife. Like, it's not easy at all. And mm. um, the reason why mm. I'm saying this is that um, most of the time, the pastor's wife have to put the pastors before themselves. Um, yeah. They are relegated to the back. I don't know if you get what mm. I'm saying because mm. the major attraction is the pastor. Mm. Um, the pastor a lot of people look up to the most. So um, Yes, they are the center of attraction. Yes, exactly. And then sometimes as a pastor's wife, most of the church members they basically believe that a pastor's wife must act in a certain way. I don't know mm. if you get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like, you are a mommy, you can't do this. There's definitely a way they look at you and how they want you to behave. Now, the, the thing is, if a pastor's wife does not really um, balance the expectations of the congregation, um, yeah. the time she gives to her husband and all, yes. if she doesn't find a way to balance it with her own personal life, something begins to creep in little by yes, little and that's send of wrong signal exactly now little by little bitterness might begin to creeps in. Uh, uh, yes it creeps in inside her do you understand and now mm. you see that's where um the problem is you might start 
exhibiting certain characters some traits okay? yeah do you understand she might start exhibiting certain characters that it's not worthy of a pastor's wife now mm. she most of, the, most of the time those characters are going to happen outside the face of the congregation okay mm. probably mm. few people know about it but mm-hmm. when church they have to behave well once again like that's where service comes in yeah like there are some cases where you hear how pastor pastor's wives are so mean to their housemaids yes yeah work domestic staff even in their offices yeah Hmm. you know the truth is that sometimes you feel like they are just being mean but a lot of things have happened to them um that made them that way exactly that made them that way and one thing that people feel to understand the most is that the devil is very cunning okay mm. now he looks for the um slightest um um possible way of entrance to manifest mm. himself so if the pastor's wife starts feeling this bitterness little by little he will definitely creep in um and make it make, stay uh, yes make it stay before you know um the pastor's becomes wife a becomes lifestyle. a problem yeah she becomes a problem to the pastor now um once she's a problem to the pastor the pastor can't fully um become everything manifest his, yes yes exactly. so basically he, yeah. we just all need to always put our spiritual leaders in prayers yes irrespective exactly. of the situation exactly because and they also need prayers yeah they need serious prayers and and personally for me um one thing is the pastor's wife they need to find themselves also it's mm. very very necessary so they don't keep lurking in the shadows of the pastor thank you there's something they are good see god created them god deposited something in them also so some mm. of them they are good if it's praying if it's teaching whatever it yes. is like find something find something even be very if relevant supporting their the pastor some people yeah. some pastor wife that's just their calling to support his ministry mm-hmm. so the important thing like you said is just to find it like identify what that calling is i should really pray for them and um, because yes. the honest truth is if the devil can't get the pastor it's obviously yes. going to get person, the pastor a good example yes. is adam and eve Adam and mm-hmm. Eve, good example. You can't get Adam, go through Eve to get to Adam. The whole That's idea true. is to destroy the church. Yeah, and the also, important thing, yeah, yeah, is for the first thing is for them to first identify what it is. Yes, exactly. First, identify mm-hmm. something you are good at, something you're created yeah, for. Yeah, something you only guard your heart, like guard your guard heart, your heart. prayer. And then, thirdly, this is to the pastors. Pastors, in everything you do make sure your wife knows you cherish her make mm. sure she you cherish her sacrifices and mm. as much as you can try to make her feel involved in the church like, as much as yeah so that's it wow. thank you so very much bongos you're welcome this is a very wonderful input thank you thank you that's so, true. yeah thank you so much bongos like our time has been fast spent thank you for uh, coming on the show thank you for this insights man like we need to have you here thank again. You. This is powerful. I'm very much grateful. <laughs> thank you, thank you, me. thank you so much. I'm truly grateful. So, thank you, viewers, um, listeners. As we conclude on this segment, I needed to know that we've had Bongos on the show. Bongos has been amazing. Please, you can listen to this episode over and over and over again. Get your friends to listen. Get your church members to listen. 
get everyone you think needs to hear this to listen and god will richly bless you i remain your friend though do not forget to follow the avatar heart on all social media platforms also subscribe to our youtube channel to our apple podcast channel google podcast and all our other numerous social media channels as you go into this new week may you find favor with god and with man thank you so much god bless you and bye-bye this is a vital heart podcast